fuck is it gonna take to get rid of this bitch? to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Dog. Don't be political property. Be free. Hello, hello, everybody. Can you guys hear okay? Go ahead and drop some emojis so I can make sure y'all can hear me all right. Awesome. Awesome. We've got Jasmine in the house. Jasmine, I think you missed the intro that I played. I'm going to do it one more time. It's really short. And I, I actually, I just actually kicked it off. Hold on. I'm going to start talking in the background. Hold on. <laughs> I thought it was super appropriate for what we're trying to do tonight. Let me, come on internet, let's go. I'm so not tech savvy. <laughs> I'm not really either, but right now I don't know what is going on, why it's acting like you can't find my mask yet. It's being really slow. I don't know what's going on. Oh my goodness, this is annoying. <laughs> anyway. Well, everyone's here yeah. though, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, I really, I really don't know. I literally just played it, so I'm not for sure why it's acting like it can't play. Like it's a white screen. Because I was going to see if you recognize the the sound bite, but no, it's the internet's deciding to do what it wants to do. It's going to so. pop up. I have faith in this. <laughs> yeah, I'll play it later. I guess whenever it decides to work. Because right now, it's annoying me. But anywho. We're here because we're talking about them trying to erase and replace women, and we're not going to let that happen. And I really don't hear too many women having a discussion or looking for solutions to solve this problem we have going on in this country. And I don't really hear them complaining too much. Like, I'm sorry, I have an issue when um, when someone gets one of the year award when they're not a man. I'm sorry, when they're not a woman. And um, if anyone can just identify as what they want to, then I, I think I'm going to identify as a president of the United States and kick out Joe Biden. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I'm all for that. I'm for you identifying as Joe Biden, and I, I will go ahead and identify as Nancy Pelosi. 
So there. But this is really a touchy subject. When we start bringing up men cutting off their privates or whatever and taking these these hormone suppressors, especially young men, it's so many different things we're, te- we're stepping on. We're touching on, is this what you want to do for the rest of your life? How about young girls? Like as women, we, when we're younger, I mean, we're dealing with so many things emotionally, self-esteem and everything that comes with that whole prepubescent puberty era. Then all of a sudden, you know, you're trying to win these sports and be competitive. You may even try to, you know, compete to get a college scholarship, an athletic scholarship. But now, guess what? You have Davida, who used to be David, competing against you. Who's going to win, by the way? Because that was a man before. <sighs> Let them compete in their own league. That's it's just a, it's a really touchy topic, and I don't yeah. understand why there are not more parents protesting. Who was the jackass that said, take it to the streets and burn cities down? Was that Harris or I forget? It was one of them. But yeah. I think, it, I think it was her and Maxine Waters. A lot of them said the same crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying the same crazy <laughs> thing. But yes, parents should be taking it to the streets and doing your protests and marches for, for your women's rights, for your little girls. What's this future hold for them? Man, you know, I can't imagine if I had to grow up competing with boys. Like, literally, you guys, when I was in high school, like, you kind of got made fun of if you were, um, you didn't make JV or varsity your freshman year. And then if you were um, a sophomore and you were in JV, it was kind of like, haha, you're in JV, you're not varsity. So, like, can you really imagine what these people are probably going to go through? They're going to try to use the schools to, like, call it bullying or something if you make fun of someone if they went to the girls' league. Like, we have varsity. We have JV, we have freshmen, but if you decide to go to the women's um sports, people are setting themselves up to get bullied on top of that. Oh no, she fell off. Let me put her back. <laughs> Jasmine, you was right. You don't like technology. <laughs> She's back, you guys. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm really bad with new technology, but this is very cool. It's true. So now I I don't understand how young boys or guys are supposed to feel like men or how are you going to grow into men? And is this also maybe a reflection of a lot of, you know, younger girls these days demasculizing the guys, like making them wear these man buns and like these, these man bags or boy bags, whatever you want to call them. And all this other stuff. And, you know, I, I guess it's, it's it's sort of setting up the stage for young girls to accept the fact that a male will compete against you if they decide to, uh, you know, decide that they're female or something, transgender, cut parts off, you know, normal things that most healthy kids do. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a good point because I think another thing is too, I feel like how strong our men are in our country is a reflection <laughs> on what our country symbolizes across the globe and we have this i don't see all this going on like that in other in other countries like this um and i do want to say this this is um i am i'm gonna say i'm 99.9 percent sure that i think that brett britney chick um grimer chick that's in russia i'm quite sure that's a dude uh she's like six seven and uh she's locked up right now with other girls that say the beds are too small um 
I, I think there's more going on with that. And I, I've noticed no one's talked about it, that story recently very much. And um, I'm going to go back and look. But when you have – I feel I'm starting to look at – I was looking at the pictures, the Sports Illustrated pictures of all these different uh, big-name um, WNBA players. I never heard of them until recently. Like, I don't I, – I think I only knew of uh, – what's her name? Lisa Leslie, that's the only one I've ever heard of um, that played basketball. But I'm looking, I'm wondering if majority of those people playing in the WNBA are already men. Because I was I was looking and I'm looking at the pictures of them naked and stuff, they're posing and stuff. I'm like, that's not a woman's body. That yeah. is definitely not a woman's body. And so we have this whole WNBA thing, but like, um, I feel like that's already gone. Uh, that might need to be the the uh, trans NBA, and then we need a whole new women's league or something. It's disgusting. And I had an argument with, well, now it's not a friend of mine anymore. He's in the Navy. And I said that I really don't feel that they should have a lot of transgender people in the Navy because these hormone suppressors create a lot of issues emotionally. And you don't know what side of the bed they're waking up on from day to day. And that's not the person I want fighting for my country. And I don't think they should be allowed to participate in women's sports. So he said that if we start giving transgender people more um, opportunities, that they'll stop going around committing sexual crimes. So that's the first time I've ever heard of that. <laughs> All right. That's my first time hearing about that too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't, this is, it's, it's horrible. And I agree. What you're saying is those are not women that I think in the WNBA, uh, I think that they're just snuck in somehow sort of like how Biden. I think it's really in, obvious. Um, it is obvious. It's just like the way you have <laughs> Biden helicoptering people from other places illegally here. They're putting these people in there right in front of us. Like when we're not looking and, and they're just in there and they're making it really tough on women. It's still a man suppressing a woman when it comes down to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, okay. So real quick, what is your profession real quick? And then um, I think this is another reason why it's so important that you and I have this conversation as well uh, because of your profession. So can you uh, let the, the crowd know about who you are? Cause we probably should have started that way, but I know we got excited when we first hopped in here and we started talking. Yeah. Cause I'm in California and I just can't talk like this in the street unless I want a white straight jacket. So uh, by profession, I'm an actress. I was involved in pro wrestling for quite some time, which I still do now and again. I host a podcast and I have a one woman show. So I'm in the butt of um, these Hollywood elitists that believe transgender should have equal opportunities. And long before that, I was in the adult film business. We didn't get, I mean, it was a little bit more tame then when you had transgenders in films, they had their own series of it. But I would say now I'm just, you know, I do the acting, I have my show, and um, I'd like to say I'm a political pundit somehow. Like, my whole goal one day is to be an anchor woman on a conservative news network. One day. <laughs> but, you know, you say this in Hollywood, people look at you like you are the devil. And they don't get it. I, I just wonder if there's something with the air that these people breathe, that they do not understand the concept of a man suppressing a woman. Even in Hollywood, I was up for a makeup ad about a year and a half ago, right before the pandemic, and they wanted mature skin. Uh, they wanted a brunette, a blonde, a redhead, and, you know, different types. So I find out that I was booked for it, which I was happy, but now I couldn't do that job because they're doing diversity 
they got a transgender to replace me. So they still had to pay me out and pay my agent fee. So yeah, this, I'm just very wow. disgusted. Yeah, exactly. I think it's nasty. They have different Definitely. skin, different pores. They have testosterone, different bone mass. I'd like to know why a lot of people aren't getting involved. Why aren't more parents getting involved in this and doing anything? Jasmine, you know what would be really cool that we could do? <laughs> we should start our own. Um, what do they call themselves again? The, are they called the, what do they call themselves? Five? Huh? Who are those people? Whoopi Goldberg. What's their name? The, the View. We should have our own. Oh, yeah. Oh, The View. <laughs> oh, they could, I don't want to say the word. I, I, it's the <laughs> SMA. They could suck my ass, The View. I mean, who wants to sit around listening to a bunch of angry are, they're just an a angry feminist. I don't even think they're really feminists because they suppress women in so many ways on that show as well. And they're yeah. hypocrites. We should do a show like The View. It would be way better. We can get Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner doesn't like transgenders being involved in women's sports. And that's a tranny too. Yeah, I think that we I think that uh, we should have our own. Like myself, you. And let's find three other women. We can do our own. And... Yeah. Honestly, we can probably figure it out. There's technology, too. Like, since you're in California, we can figure it out where we can look like we're all sitting next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I just, really, I just hope, most importantly, I mean, the future, I go outside and I see this, this guy in his 20s or early 20s chasing after his dad's Tesla. Now, mind you, the dad was kind of hot, but the problem is that he's driving a Tesla. He's chasing after him, asking him for 20 bucks or more money. The answer is, no, son, go get a job. Not here's 20 bucks. And I feel like we're just in this whole era where we're going to have a crappy future of adults if we don't stop it now. We, we, have, to, we have to train them when they're young. That this, this isn't right what's going on. And women and these young girls should not be accepting of that. They should learn to stand up for themselves at school and to these the teachers that teach them these things. You know? Maybe they'll get kicked out, but so what? <laughs> Absolutely. So I guess the good solution is, I think we already found one. I'm okay. I'm definitely like, I don't like making decisions on the, on the whim, but I know that you, we would be great, but we would have to figure out who the other three women would be. I really think we should do our own version of the conservative view in a sense, not the same name, but, and I think too, it'd be kind of cool if we did like a, a mini tour around the United States of um, fighting for women's rights and actually showing that we're not sitting back and letting them just do this. And, you know, when there are sports and stuff, I feel like we should rally and say, we should rally against it. People are like, oh, they're bullying. No, we're not bullying. We're fighting for our spots. You're not getting rid of us. You're not replacing us. We're not going to be quiet anymore. Because a lot of our uh, rights that we have as women, the men fought for those. And here we are again. Who's, who's speaking on these things? Men. So uh, women like myself, um, women like yourself, and then, you know, other women who are here listening, um, the very few of you guys, <laughs> they're listening. We can do it. So I think we should really sit down and find a few of us who wants to take the lead on this and really get down and doing that. I mean, what do you think, Jasmine? I am wholeheartedly in this. By the way, are you a Scorpio? Yeah. I you know? knew it. I knew it. I'm <laughs> the same way with my on the whims, but I, I like to execute them. Um, I get involved in these types of things because I love it and I'm passionate about it. And if these young girls don't have their mommies and daddies fighting for them, they need someone to be their advocates. And in states like California, it is 
just it, it's like a sin to do that to stand up for your kids' rights in these counties, like LA County. I guess in Orange County, maybe they're more normal, but in LA County, if you do this, it's bad. I did want to start a rally, by the way, at the high school down the street, even though I don't have kids. But I just realized if I do that, it's like people who run all the businesses in this neighborhood send their kids to school there. So I don't want my coffee being spat in, but hey, you know, I'll just have to find a different mm-hmm. coffee shop or something to go to. <laughs> yeah, we should do this. We should get one and get get something better than the view, obviously, because it's common sense and make this happen. And I, I'd like to see more people out there, whether you have kids or not, to start standing up for our rights for us. Come on, guys, help us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, what's, what's the, okay, so we, I'll, get, I'll send you my email yeah. after the show. And then we'll brainstorm, and we're going to figure out who the other ladies should be. Um, I think I have one in mind, um, um, Mr. Drake. And let me read. Hey, Mr. Drake, he's in the comments. He's running for president of the United States. Um, Freedom Form D, how about the movie Ladybugs and Rodney uh, Dangerfield? I've never heard of it. And then <laughs> Mom said, who, who remembers the movie Joanna Man? I remember. <laughs> This wow. is the same. It's a but that's what the WNBA looks like. It looks like Joanna Man. They were telling on themselves that movie because I feel like it's been going on for a long time. Well, and John, oh God, I'm go sorry. What? No, go ahead. No, what were you saying about Jaman? Jamami, Jamambo, Jamambo, Jamambi, whatever. Wait, have you heard? Have you heard Joanna Man? See, I just can't say it. Oh no, you're good. Okay, what? it's that it's a movie where the guy was dressed like a chick until so he could play basketball with him because he couldn't play with the men anymore. Oh. It's literally a movie out like that. I think it came out in like the nineties or something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong, you guys. I can look it up, but my internet's not working for some reason while we're talking right now. So my phone. Oh. I'm gonna look it up. I have to. Yes. And then John said part of the population, um, all part of dec- oh, it's a part of decreasing population. Yes. Um, you hey, Jay says I put my hair in a ponytail sometimes. My hair's long. <laughs> it's I, so usually wear my, I usually wear my hair in a hat though. My hair stay in my face. I don't. I don't. If I don't. No, you're you're good. I, I think she's talking about the ones where the women like make their boyfriends do that. I, I've I've seen some of that going on. Um, but let me add uh, David real quick. And then we'll go with uh, Jeremiah in a second. Why are you looking that up? But it's here, guys. It sounds like, you know, we have a solution. We were discussing solutions. Now we need to execute them. And I think it's going to be amazing because uh, honestly, too, I don't know what part of California you're in, but my mom's in California. So maybe y'all can link up, too, and work on yeah. some things together. I love it. I'm in well, Santa Monica. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hey, how's Hi. it going? Hi. I'm good. Um, when I actually saw your, what's it called? Um, I was looking through your episode scroll a few days ago. When I saw you added this to the subject, I was like, oh, I need to be here for this. Because I agree with 100% with everything you're saying here. Because one, I don't want to see a biological dude beat the living shit out of a woman. I don't want to see that. I mean, I've never seen sports before. But there's no way in hell I'm seeing sports now after what they did last year. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, and then I learned in Montreal, a guy can get his private parts removed. 
And when I learned that, I wanted to vomit last year when I learned that. Because <laughs> I learned that when I was when I might was subscribed to the email newsletter from Rebel News. Um, and I'm like, this is disgusting. So fast forward a few months ahead to, let's say, mid-April this year. I read something from Billboard Chris. Maybe you know him. Maybe you don't. And he said about a 16-year-old guy who was who detransitioned from being a woman. And he said he might die because of it because, one, he um, was going through because, one, the doctors were experimenting on him and they're scared about closing a neo-vagina. Now, a neo-vagina is basically what they call a, what's it called? It's basically what they, they call that for men now who do transition and they're scared to close it because, one, they don't know what would happen. And this is the exact reason why this transitioning has got to stop. Because it's killing people. It's harmed people more than it's benefited. And it's ridiculous, too, what this world has become. It's so ridiculous. Absolutely. You know what? They used to use it as a punishment. Now people are voluntarily doing it. I like know. People used to use it to, to um, belittle you, to humiliate you, and to like take your manhood away. It used to be something that you would ever want to happen to you. Oh, hey, James. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Exactly. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, Jasmine, for you, it, it ruined your career, for goodness sakes. And it's not fair to you because you've worked so hard for it. Like, oh. it's not right. I love you for saying that. That's so sweet. No, it's it's true. And... I think the other part people fail to mention is that a lot of transgenders don't have the normal lifespan like the rest of us do. They get depressed. There's this whole other emotional phase to it that they go through. Exactly. It's just, it's just really... Where are you? Are you in Canada? Yeah, I'm in Canada, in Saskatoon, in a very conservative area in the province of Saskatchewan. And even though it's basically the most... It is conservatives that has kind of um they have like pride parades going on in saskatoon it's it's out of control it's sort of out of control i don't know why let's just say our conservatives are a little cowards here just like you republicans are go on no i i love i like pride parade i have no problem with that no i I just have a problem it's just the problem with that i'm sorry i don't mean to change shift but i don't have it but the problem is it's like one none of us don't rub it in our face (laughs) don't yeah but in a way i think sometimes certain groups such as that segregate themselves in a way so do transgenders when they want to dedicate like a month to this or like a day to that or a day for this you know it's just Uh it's this weird thing i have going on but i do agree with you uh sometimes Uh the pride parade in la even gets out of control i went to school with a lot of liberals at second city my best friend from there is a liberal. And I have to tell you, going to the bachelorette party, we just did not talk politics. Because I just, I can't stand to hear people who I thought were really smart talk politics. Because then they get mm-hmm. to this whole thing of, oh, transgenders are great. We should all welcome them. Okay, yeah. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just out of hand here. Like, the amount, like when I learned about this stuff recently, it really shocked me to see what this world is coming to. Now, I went to school with a lot of liberals because I genuinely didn't care if they were gay or not. 
and I didn't kind of know that there was a left and a right to society. I told Donnie this, but when it became to the 2019 federal election in Canada, I was actually open to conservatives were winning, and I had a lot of liberal views at the time, because I just genuinely thought on both sides of the aisle, I guess, that they were both accepting of it, of everything that was going on. So I was hoping I'd go for conservative, because one, that's what I wanted to win, because I hated Trudeau. And it's just, yeah, I'm not going to go into that story, but my, my point is, this is just such a dumb thing that's going on. It's robbed women of their careers. And here's a good question that no one brought up. Why don't they have trans and gendered men play in biological men's sports? That's a question. Well, I want to say this too real quick on that whole um, pride parade and all that stuff. I think that um, we have bigger things in life that we could be um, celebrating um, and accomplishments we could be celebrating more so who we decide to sleep with. I think that we can celebrate um, real real wins like, um, hey, well, um, we, we all these kids in school are very interested in politics now. Now they have all these organizations and they're huge. Let's celebrate the fact that they care about what happens to them once they graduate, what their freedoms and their rights will look like. I feel like that's something to celebrate. I think we celebrate women who have broken broken records and done things that um, that's never been done before across the globe, or celebrate things that actually really truly matter. But like, I get people want to do what they want to do. Can't you have your first amendment right to do those things? But I feel like there's bigger things to celebrate besides that. You know, there's a lot of women in office now. I mean, I guess it didn't used to be that way. Maybe we should celebrate that more than um, who we decide to have uh, sex with or what we want to look like. Those things are small. It wants us to focus on the small things on purpose so that we're distracted from the things that actually matter. That's how we end up with Dementia Joe and the White House. Um, That's how we end up um, with um, people like Kamala Harris supposed to be in the quote-unquote first black VP instead of actually focusing on things that really matter to us. They've they've, they've thrown on these different things as um, distractions to keep us from paying attention to what matters. All this entertainment, sports, all this other sports, everything, um, TV shows, everything, all those different things are distractions. Okay, can we be entertained? Sure, we can. But I feel like they, they have it in their face 24-7 all the time. That is an issue. And I think that that you guys will really enjoy um, seeing a, a Donnie and uh, – Jasmine and some other women sitting down talk about things that actually mattered. And, you know, me and ja- Jasmine don't think about things exactly the same. We're going to have a different discussion. It's going to be interesting. But you, what you won't see us is us looking old and crazy up there and being haters and attacking everybody. You know, that's not cute. But if we do get a little spicy or sassy or something, it's going to be cute. It's not going to be all weird like an old lady throwing her uh, glass bottle at somebody to get off her lawn. So. Mm-hmm. Plus, we're Scorpios. We do it better. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm glad I met both of you, Jasmine. I followed you on Twitter. Just want to let you know, so I look forward. Oh, to I'm going to follow you back. Don't you, know, you, just, you don't have to do that. You don't I have. have to do no, I want to. I'm going to. I'm going to stalk you. I'm going to like find out where you live and everything. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not that crazy, but I will follow I'm you. I'm kidding. 
She's not you know, joking. She's I'm a not- Scorpio. <laughs> I'm committed. But, you know, you just gave me an idea. I think a lot of people should start getting involved in school boards. Like, real people need to run for things, not necessarily politicians. Real people should be getting involved in their local school boards, the local PTAs, who are against this transgender craziness. For reals. Uh, Absolutely. Hey, Jeremiah. Hey, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. You um, should post a man bun in your picture. <laughs> uh, I, I really only put it like that whenever like I'm at the house or something. Because when I go out, I usually put it like brush it back and put a hat on. But uh, I don't, I don't like wearing it in a bun or anything. Absolutely. Go go ahead. I do need to read some comments real quick. Radio Freedom, you're seriously here? That is so exciting. I can't believe you made it to my show. Um, he's been around with me on Twitter for a quite he he or she. I'm quite sure that he, I think. <laughs> been around with me on Twitter for a long time. Um oh, he downloaded the app just for me. I appreciate you guys. This is why we're gonna have the best community. They're gonna we're gonna start off kind of slow, but people are gonna start realizing what we're doing over here and then they're gonna be like, Okay. I need to be a part of this. But, you know, I love this. Um, Flamethrower says, sorry to steal your audience, Donnie. The discussion on self-defense got really good. No, you're fine. You're, you're, we're all part of a different community. You just have your own show. Um, and we all are still here right now. Radio Freedom. Um, transfer men wouldn't dominate in men's sports like transfer women do in sports. Absolutely. Because, yeah, you don't see... Or hear people, uh, women trans, just, just uh, transitioning and then going over and competing with guys. That's not going to happen. You're not going to see it ever because there's no advantage to it. Because that's the real reason why some of them are doing it. Because it's, how did you used to compete with men and then all of a sudden now you compete with women? There's a reason for it. We're going to call you out for exactly what it is. It's not because you, it's not because you don't feel, it's not because you don't feel like a man. It's because you can't beat men and you want to beat somebody. So you want to go beat women. And that's ridiculous. That's the one. Man, and, and then to think about that kind of personally, personality-wise, so that's not like a narcissistic kind of person to me, someone who who, who may actually beat women or something. Who oh. want to get in the ring with a woman and beat them up? Like, those are the kind of people that would want to do that. Ouch. Jasmine, were you about to say that? I'm sorry, were you about to say that? Ouch. No, I, yeah, ouch. Oh. <laughs> just, I, no, it's true, but, you know, this reminds me of Sugar and Spice, by the way. I don't know if you ever watched their show, but I love them. Um Mm-mm. So I, there's a French woman who agreed to fight a transgender in the octagon circle or in the octagon in an MMA mm-hmm. fight, either in Canada or for, oh, no, it was France. So it turns out that this transgender used to be in the military, was a male. He probably oh, has yeah. issues with women. He cracked her skull. Yeah, I remember that. Exactly. So when you said beating up women, that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, it's painful. It's horrible. She didn't deserve that. So this gives them the license to legally beat the crap out of women, even though they used to to go to get arrested for that. Or they used to all the boys in the block would gain up on them and beat them up and tell them (laughs) not to say nothing. That's what used to happen when you beat up on women. But now what's up? Right. So, yes, it's out. We have to have have the heart. Yeah, we have to have a hard truth, though, here, you guys. This is what's happening. This is not safe. Yeah. I don't know if y'all saw it, but they refused to make uh, that Leah Thomas in the Olympic thing. They refused to make her change in a different locker room. So uh, 
a lot of the people that like the women in the room uh, were complaining about how she just walked in there to change and just whipped it out in front of everybody. What? I didn't see that. Can you send that to me on Twitter? I did not see that. I have to find it again, but okay. It, I thought that was, uh, I thought it was crazy. But going back to what y'all were talking about, the transgenders in the military, I, I don't think that someone who is so, uh, so consciously weak that they have to change their gender because a man felt like he, he needed to be a woman. I don't feel like someone who is that self-conscious about their self needs to be, you know, fighting for the country. And I might sound really mean saying it, but if if we have to let them fight for the country, at least put them all in one platoon and put them on the front lines. I mean, that's what they want to do. But I don't feel, I honestly feel like we need to go back to making being gay completely illegal like it was 200 years ago where, you know, you'd, you'd be getting arrested for coming out gay. And if we don't make being gay illegal, at least make changing your gender illegal. So I will say this with the with the military stuff. <clears throat> I would say um, this: don't let them in. If you know a lot of reasons, like you do a test and you gotta pass a mental test, and that's also with law enforcement. If you can't, if you have to do that, then you won't be able to pass a mental test. So like, there shouldn't even really be a discussion because if I have a different mental illness, that's nothing to do with that. I wouldn't be able to join the military. Um, in that case, I wouldn't want them to throw me in the front either, though, necessarily. I would just say that they wouldn't qualify if they have a mental illness, just like other mental illnesses you can't. Or if you can't but, see it. But there's always that one mental illness that they want to accept openly, and that's mm-hmm. transgenderism. Oh, mm-hmm. it's true. I, I don't think they should be there because clearly there's a problem. And, you know, mm-hmm. this brings me to another thing. I still can't believe what my ex-friend said oh well you know if we give them the same rights they'll stop going around committing sexual crimes and it's this whole uh, this whole acceptance where you have to accept them or you're you're deemed as just a bad person and you know let them have their own little platoon i don't know just uh, go row boats or something but they shouldn't be in the same room with everyone else and i'm glad that those olympians stood up for themselves because Absolutely. Let me get a, a few comments real quick, because yesterday I wasn't very good at them. I want to make sure I'm doing better today. Um, some of our old liberal friends get upset. Oh, he said some of my old liberal friends get upset that I don't use preferred pronouns. Thanks to um, Judge Jackson. I just informed him that I'm not a linguist. <laughs> He's a your comedianized judge. Like <laughs> um, you got you gotta start getting paid for this. Make this your your night job. <laughs> The the comments must not be updating for me because mine's still stuck on 20 minutes ago when Drake commented. Do this. Uh, push the arrow down on top of your the show and then click it open and then you'll be able to see the updates. Yeah, there it goes. Yeah. Um, next. Um, so, okay, Radio, radio, bleh, radio Freedom. My name is James, so I thought you were talking to me earlier. Oh, okay, gotcha. He also said, yes, real people need to run. I've been saying this for years. Yes, but here's the thing, you guys, with running for office, it's a, a crime organization, right? So if, you're not, if you don't do what they want, if you don't get in to fit in, you're not getting in. So, um, and then if you do somehow get in there, um, they, they target you probably pretty heavy. But it's really hard. So I have another solution, but I would definitely like to talk about that next week sometime. I want to kind of keep on uh, a task a little bit here on this. But, yes, let's definitely talk about this. We're working on some things now, uh, me and um, 
fill up our talk about some things right now. We're working on some things for Texas. I have a question for Jasmine, too. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, you said that you're an actress, right? Do you work, like, in Hollywood or alongside Hollywood or anything like that? I didn't hear the first part of that. I'm so sorry. You said you're an actress, right? Yes. So do you work for Hollywood or do you work in a different department? Well, I work acting. I worked on the last season of the Deuce TV show. I just worked on a spinoff of the Dolomite movie. It's called The Daughters of Dolomite. And I work on different episodes of TV shows as an actress. Um, it's just painful when you go into onto a set and people are just, you know, bashing Trump, bashing this, bashing that. And you have to have this, like, fake smile. But oddly enough, I worked uh. a few weeks. Huh? I, I was just wondering oh. if you were, if you work like higher up in Hollywood to where there'd be oh. anything you could expose from them. Cause there's some oh, theories yeah. I put together that are a little bit more further out there than what uh, everyone else's theories on Hollywood is. Cause yeah. I, I don't, I, I follow along with the big conspiracy theories and everything, <laughs> but a lot of my own, I make up my own, I don't make them up because they're all backed up by facts that I put together. But like what I was talking about last night where I was putting things together for y'all, I do that all the time. And I have a lot that I could, you know, put out there that no one's even heard of. No one's even came close to thinking of. So I, I'm, I'm kind of on that level with, when it comes to that kind of things. And there's a lot that, uh, to do with Hollywood that I've put together and I was just wondering how far up in Hollywood that you work because if you if you're one of the like smaller actors or actresses mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing of course but you you probably wouldn't they, they don't let you know the same things that the more higher up there actors mm -hmm. are that they know and everything well I know some things I do know some things about COVID and the doctors that they have testing actors on set when they first reopened, uh, there's a movie with Christian Bale in it that's coming out. Um, I'm not going to say, but you will know. I'm pretty sure you know which one it is, Jeremiah. They had a doctor on the set um, who was doing the testing for COVID. And this is also the same doctor that was doing the, um, the testing for a lot of the people that worked there, especially the celebrities and the, uh, all the biggest stars in the film. All of a sudden, there was a breakout of COVID on set. And I'll tell you who paid the price for it, someone that was on the crew. And that person didn't have COVID. It was one of the bigger actors that had it, but they couldn't, the studio couldn't afford to lose the money on it. So that's just one of many stories I do know. So whatever your theories are, I am pretty sure you're, they're correct, like 100% or 90%. I have a feeling that majority of all of my theories are fairly correct especially with the movie production itself. Yeah, you're probably right. I've seen stuff before. <laughs> and yeah. that's very scary that you know that. Uh, it probably would be. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just amazing how I would even be able to know those kind of things, though, isn't it? Where do you live? Um, somewhere in the United States. Okay, are you from the South or the Midwest? Most definitely the South. Okay, I'm a Southern, Southern person. Well, yeah, you're right. There are a lot of productions in Atlanta, so it's um, it doesn't surprise me that you know some things. I'm sure you follow it, and uh, 
yeah, it's it's scary. I mean, if I'm right about that, and it's if you think it's scary that I'm right about that, then that it's it'd be scary for every single elite out there, for what I know. <laughs> well, before we get to flamethrower, real quick, you guys, I have a question for you. Um, I have this theory. <laughs> Since we're gonna do a few series, right? I feel like a lot of these kids they've adopted overseas came from sex trafficking or human trafficking, and I I think that if they really truly wanted to help and adopt kids, why why aren't they adopting American children, and why are they going overseas and purchasing kids? So I'm just curious if I'm, I'm close or not on that. Um, it's it's to me like I also researched it too. It looks like these people are in the same ring as the Epstein stuff. So I'm wondering uh if if some of these kids that are kids, celebrities, um, the children are um, openly victims and they're stolen from their families. Mm. Did I lose you, Jasmine? Well, I, yeah. Okay. I heard the question. I wasn't sure. Well, okay. I think I have to hear what Jeremiah's answer is for sure, but I'm, 90, 80% sure that is correct, because if you look at this, a lot of the times it's a lot of these Hollywood elitists that adopt these children that are of different races from other countries, these third world countries and so forth. Now, what I do know is I have a friend that adopted a baby from China, a couple of them, and she went there because they do not run um, a very deep background check on the person and they don't go like forensic on them, whereas in an American place they would. So she doesn't have the most amount of money, but she's a great mom. So maybe there's that. But secondly, it's also to maybe show that they're such do-gooders like, oh, look at me. I adopted, um, you know, a baby from whatever, Timbuktu. I'm such a good do-gooder. And those are like mo the most psychotic people you'll ever meet, by the way. And they probably could be like victims of right. like sex trafficking. Yeah, probably. <laughs> You know, um, they they tricked me when I was a kid, and I thought them made them good do gooders. So now I'm looking at Angelie and Brad Pitt with the side eye because I think Brad Pitt's name was on that list, and he has a whole bunch of kids from other countries. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeremiah. Then we're getting to Robert. When it when it comes to the sex trafficking, it may go overseas a lot. But a lot of them do come from in the United States, and it gets overlooked because. You know, you know, it's it's crazy because you know how you get your Amber Alerts for missing uh, kids, right? The Amber Alerts you get is actually only one out of 20 kids kidnapped in that same time frame. They, they don't give an Amber Alert for all of them. They give an Amber Alert for the ones that are just regular people trying to kidnap these kids. The ones where it's these higher ups, you know, these big uh, trafficking, the, the entire trafficking ring is the ones that they don't they don't give you an amber alert for any of them that they pick up they give you an amber alert for just one random kid that just ended up going missing maybe he went missing on his own because he ran away that's the ones you get the amber alerts for but where they're actually kidnapped and they never find them again you're never going to hear about it they don't it don't even really make the news most of the time the only times you're going to hear about it is if you see someone sharing about it on facebook or twitter or something they don't pay it no attention they just make it disappear because it's coming from up there and uh you'll you'll see some some of these kids you know whenever they whenever these elites kidnap them they they'll like change their parents they shave their heads they you know change how they look and sometimes you're going to see them appear in some of these movies 
And uh, what the biggest thing I've realized is, you know, it, it's it it focuses on pornography a lot. What you'll see on uh the on like pornographic sites or something, over half of the people on there are gonna be from these sex trafficking rings, and that's why they make so much money. You'll have the big ones that you know they have big names, and those are the ones that are getting paid, but majority of them over half of them are going to be from the people that they are sex trafficking and videoing it and making money off of it because all these you know horny guys up in america and uh in a just an american they're just getting on there and watching it because they're horny and they don't even realize that most of these people that they're watching are probably you know being forced to do it not even getting paid you don't even realize it Absolutely. Thank you, Jeremiah. Let's uh, pull Robert over here. You guys, we typically try to keep the show at an hour, and we're almost to the hour mark. Uh, 8.30 will be around the cutoff. So if you guys want to hop on and um, ask Jasmine some questions, uh, give some suggestions, give them solutions. Uh, we gave some solutions on here earlier. Um, and also, if you miss some of it, you can go back and listen to it once it's uh, republished. But Robert, you can go next. But let me read um, John. It's been a while. John had wrote a message. Um, let's see. He says they. What is he talking about with they? I'll just read it. They have the support of the media. That's very true. Uh, confusing the sexes and everything. That's happening as far as transgender participation is their narrative. Spreading confusion is part of the population control. Yes, I agree. This is all planned and a part of the overall population control. There's a lot of money behind this, but Jasmine is right. We have to expand our ground game and get involved with the schools, et cetera. Absolutely. Joe Citizen said third party only way. Joe Citizen, you're right. Third party is the only way. Um, someone said I had a good question. Mind blown. <laughs> you guys know how I do. Anyways, um, one of our friends had to leave. Um, God bless him. Um, all right. Uh, Flamethrower, please go ahead. Um, okay, so first of all, um, I, Jasmine, when I was looking at your profile, I saw ECW Wrestling. It is, is that correct that I'm looking at, uh, the, is that correct? The EC, you, you were an ECW wrestler? A hundred percent. Yeah, I worked with the Blue Meanie. Oh, shit. I know a lot of guys that love, that they love wrestling. I gotta admit. <laughs> I, I'm into the more extreme arts, like like UFC type stuff. But mm -hmm. I, I do, but I respect the art of wrestling. And I gotta say, y'all look very good on uh, on camera. So, but for you've probably heard that a million times. But um, so here's the question. So here's my third my guest. But but here's but here's my question. But okay. But here's my question. Um, so, one of the so when I was in my twenties, uh, I was still under this image that Hollywood was this glorious, uh, glorious place where you could make millions of dollars. And I live in Maryland, and I remember the night I was uh, I was up at uh, the try. Uh, I was about to go to the tryouts for the, the Step Up movie. Uh, I was I was about to get in line to to actually try out, but then something in me just clicked and said, 
no, go home. And I was like, why the hell would I do that? But then I, but then as, but then over the years, as I learned more about these secret societies and all this other crap that they make Hollywood stars do, you know, I, I realized, you know, maybe that was God telling me, uh, hey, maybe that you don't know about the industry. If you want to get in, maybe you, you need to learn to produce your own stuff, you know. So my concern is for all these young people, which I still want to get into music, uh, but on the production side rather than the performance side. Um, but for these young people, um, is there any hope for them? Uh, because I hear a lot about indie production and indie performance and and uh indie promoting but it can indie ever realistically compete with uh compete with hollywood or is hollywood just too well connected to to even make a dent against well let me start by saying this that's a good question but a lot of the content we get from hollywood now they're all remakes i don't want to watch a remake of certain things because it's just senseless i've seen the storylines I've seen the great acting. Let's get some original stuff. Most of the things I've been watching, a lot of people that I know are independent. Uh, hey, I think we lost you. I heard the last thing I heard you say was independent, Jasmine. That row. Let's see here. Jasmine? While we wait for that real quick, while we wait for her to figure out what's going on, Mike, Ice Judge just say, um, laughing my ass off, Flamethrower just entirely skips sliding into the DMs. There we go, yes. Okay, there we go. Here we go. I'm back on. So I was saying, with Napoleon Dynamite, that was originally an indie film. But look at how big that became and, like, John Heater became. And, yeah, there's a lot of, like, soul selling and so forth. But I feel as though... A lot of it with the girls, especially, they know what they did. If there's a, if you're in a hotel room and a man answers the door in his robe and it's Weinstein, there's a bed, it's midnight and there's opportunity. So you take it, you know? And I think that day is done and over with, um, or those days, I should say, because of that whole, you know, Me Too movement or whatever they called it. Um, but... Other than that, I mean, I, I just feel as though it's Hollywood's become such a boring place now as far as films. There's nothing that wonderful coming out. I don't see anything I want to see. I don't either, and I love Batman. I will watch any kind of Batman DC movie for the most part, and I haven't even seen a new one yet because I was afraid it was going to be woke. And isn't that the guy who played off Twilight? Because I don't know yeah. about Batman being that vampire guy. That's weird to me, so I haven't watched it. And it kind of hurt my feelings. When I saw a picture of DC and all of them heroes had masks on their face, I'm like, this is enough. They're superheroes. Why would they even need a mask? Now, maybe Superman might need a mask, but not not Batman. He already has on one. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Everything's, like, so woke. So they remade, what what show is it with uh, all Asian people now? Uh, what was it? Oh, God. What show oh, is it? I um, know what you're talking about. It's beep, uh, Cowboy Beatbop. Was that but, on a Wonder Years but the thing is with with Cowboy Beatbox, that's okay with that. 
if you're talking about that, then that's anime, and typically their characters are Asian anyways. They just look white in the cartoons for some reason. Wonder Years is what it was, and I've already okay. seen the show, so why am I watching this again, you know, with a different cast, when I can mm-hmm. just go back and watch a rerun on TV Land, but it's, I don't see anything, I see a lot of great content that comes from overseas, and those are usually way better actors than what we're getting here, um, you know, with the exception of a few of our greats, like Christian Bale, or, uh, you know, Nicole Kidman, um, but I just, I, I don't really think there's anything much out here in Hollywood, and and just when you're at, speaking about kids being trafficked, you should see what Corey Feldman has had to say in the past. And I, I've known him, like I knew him very many years ago. Then we stopped talking after I, um, I sort of said something kind of true about him on Howard Stern. But anywho. <laughs> well, well are, you, are you allowed to repeat it or no? Well, I said that, I said he had a small, you know what? He, he had a small, <laughs> it's true. He did. And um, like he looked caught in Lost Boys. And after that, it's just, I don't know what happened. Um, but that's through him. That's how I met Chris Farley. But yeah, so he he really was um, molested, you know, along the way. And I think it's very sickening and gross. Now, I, I have met people that are way up there in that food chain in Hollywood. And, you know, it's a mixed bag of people for the most part. What yeah, I very mixed bag, and it's just—it's. I, I gotta say, like Hollywood is just such a desperate place. Everyone just coming at her looking for something. I never really looked. I never really wanted to do anything. I, you know, my my goal as a child was becoming involved in politics and entertainment. I just didn't know where and how it would end up, and that was like how my whole journey went. And that's cool. I'm glad. Yeah, <laughs> here's one thing. Uh, Joe Citizen said. Speaking of Hollywood, I would like to see shun actors break away and start their own studio with their hour investment. I think in um, um, Anthony something doing that already. Anthony and Scott Bayo, Bayo. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if they're fun if we're funding it, but they're doing their own thing. Um, I think um, I'm not promoting it or nothing, but I think that Daily Wire is trying to do their own thing. Um, and obviously, y'all are, if y'all are watching them or funding them in any way, you're funding them. Um, but, like, let's see. I, that's why, like, we had Bryson Gray on yesterday. Like, he does everything on his own. Like, he, I guess he's funded himself and his, you know, people who support him have funded him and everything he's trying to do. Um, I think we need more Bryson Grays out there. Um, people just do their own thing independent, not have to feel like they have to sell their soul or body in order to make it and, you know, just do their own thing. And then you don't have an organic crowd just, you know, develop with them um john said did it to themselves crush creativity and independent thought yes um jay wrote some things real quick flamethrower did you want to say anything else before i get to the rest of the comments um yes i have to i have just one more question um so here so here's my dilemma i i people have said that i'm a good writer and I have a whole, I have I always have different plots in mind, but I, but I obviously am nowhere near like a Bethesda Softworks or a, or a Miramax Studios budget for anything. I mean, hell, I can't even keep a hundred bucks in my bank account and I, and I have no intention of going to Berkeley University uh, to study music or film. So the question is, is there a route 
for someone like me to get in entertainment without being subject to all the corruption and filth that is taken over today's entertainment. Sure. You know, I, um, it's very nice to hear that. It's very refreshing to hear someone come from a very organic place. I encourage you just to write, just write. And that is it. I never took a writing class in my life, but I've had millions of articles published in local newspapers and so forth. And I was able to write my own one woman show. So with that said, just write what you want to. You know, there's so many free resources out there online to learn how to put together the script. Usually Final Draft is a good one. It's not that expensive. And just write what you want to. Do like a nice chronological order of what you want and just piece it together. And eventually, like talent finds talent. That's one thing I've always learned. It will come to you. I promise. Yeah, we found each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to start working with you. They were at the one hour mark, you guys, but there's still some folks in here. Yeah. And if you want, if you have time, Jasmine, we yeah. can go a little longer. Um, if anyone want, anyone else wants to hop up, you can. Let me read um, Jay's comment real fast. The music biz is cruel to anyone who ain't mainstream. I've always had a natural talent in music. I've had a natural talent to poetry itself by playing instruments has been natural to me. I kept it aside. I've never indulged in it too much until 2019 when I realized I could use it to expose um, elites because I wrote many songs and it was coming to me, but I never did anything with it because I was 14, 15 years old. I'm only 17 now. I uh, still don't do much with it. Around the time I watched a few actually come out of nowhere and do exactly what I was trying to do. Um, Tom McDonald spitting the exact same things I was then more and more. Um, out of nowhere, seen over a hundred. Yeah. Well, wow. maybe maybe you should start pushing your stuff. You know, we're a community. We can help you out and try to get your your name out there. Um, yeah. that's most important. most certainly. Yeah, I mean, that's I would totally help you out with that. And more people need to help others out in this specific community, in the conservative community, because I'm telling you, there's so many of us out there. And we don't get the support we necessarily need to go to whatever that next level is. But yes, let us help you if we can. I want to. And then um, Robert and uh, Jeremiah, get with uh, Jet from the community too. Uh, Jet does music too. So y'all can uh, link up and work together on some stuff. Um, Cole, I see you've just requested. I'll pull you up in just one second. Flamethrower says, I have... I don't know what you're talking about. Cubus and Garbage Band and Pro Tools. Oh, I guess you're talking about tools. Sorry. I didn't know what those were. But yeah, um, let me throw Cole up here. Howdy. How are you doing, Cole? Unmute your mic for us, Cole. I cannot hear you, Cole. Good, good, good. <laughs> I'm doing good. Like... Like, seriously, I like to promote my YouTube channel because I'm trying to give everybody a voice on it and stuff. Promote your YouTube channel? 
And then make sure you put the link in the comment section so people can click on it and uh, subscribe to you. Yeah. Cold American Bakery Hour. And we got to escape people about the Constitution and stuff. Then trying to do that. Then do everything that we can do. Totally. Um, um, hey, I don't know if you've heard about this, Cole and Jasmine. I Someone sent this to me, and I've never heard of this uh, platform ever before. And it's called True Social, too. And it's like when you look up before, and I'm talking about True Thirst Social, I was looking it up in the, the store, and I actually like, dang, I have seen it before. But I was like, well, there was something else that was called True Social before they called their stuff True Social. Oh. And it's like um, it, it's like a Facebook, but we can actually go live on that one for free. And if you can have the web version. If you don't want to have an app, you can have the app as well. Uh, free speech. Um, they they have like I think they had a lot of endorsements from other people um, to get onto. It. Let me add the link. I'll have the link to my page on it. But if we. Like, you know, on Jitter, they have the live thing, but they only let people who are who they like who are in their end to be on that. And then also Rumble, they charge you if you want to have a live feed. So you guys should check it out. I'm actually getting better engagement on on this thing um, than I am with Gitter and Parlor together. Like the people who actually would comment on my stuff, people have actually gone to my page. Let me go to my page real fast. Um, <laughs> Real quick, people have actually um, followed my page already. I only had it for I think maybe a week, and I have barely paid attention to it. I already have 29 people who like my page. This is way more engagement than I've been getting on Twitter and not Twitter on um, Gitter and Gab. So if you guys are trying to grow your platforms too, and I think you know, in a sense, it's like, oh, we don't want to have all these platforms. But my whole thing is, I don't want to have all these platforms either. But when you're reaching out to people and trying to get people to come together, you go to different communities. Just like you go to different communities and different cities and states and things like that. You go to different platforms and then connect with people and you get them to go and check out your YouTube channel or you can do stuff on their platform. So um, if there, if you're one person trying to uh, reach out to the community and stuff, I would definitely, I'm on all of them for the most part, but um, definitely check out this one because people were actually engaging with this platform and, um, and typically, um, people don't engage at all in Parlor or Gitter. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. People don't engage on Gitter at all. And stuff like that. Because I guess people don't realize that they can engage or... People are afraid to engage on the platforms. I don't know. Well, but, so like, oh, what? go ahead, go ahead, Jasmine. No, I have 
social, and I don't know where all the posts went. And I didn't post anything obnoxious. I was posting my um, my interview from Jeff Dornick's show. But I think when I posted on there, and I'm not joking, I, I want to go on a date with Michael. Like the next day, like everything was removed from there. So I don't know if it's because I posted that. I don't think I posted anything obnoxious. So I'm not really on that. I'm on Getter, though. <laughs> gotcha. Wait, which platform did it happen to you on? Truth Social. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I've been hearing about them getting they censoring like crazy. Like, honestly, at this point, I'm like, if the celebrities push a platform, I'm just going to be like, um, I'm going to put my name on it, but I'm not really going to do much with it. It's starting to look like grifting now because uh, how are you going to call something a free speech platform if it's not? Thank so you. Just say, uh, just say that, um, um, that I don't censor as much as Twitter. Just say that. <laughs> yeah, truth is not truth. One second, Cole. I think another reason why we don't see people um, engaging as much on these other platforms is because what we're probably doing is what I do for the most part, too. Because we don't go to the home screen. You copy and paste what you put on Twitter, and you put it on that platform, and you get off. With Twitter, you're actually spending time, and you have relationships built with people. I think that's like a big issue why people don't want Twitter to leave Twitter. And we've built these relationships with people, and we actually go back and forth and engage with them because we have relationships built there. But we don't have the relationships built like that on um, Gitter and Parler because we're just over there. And then whenever you go to those platforms, all they're showing you are basically the the public figures on the right, on the in the feed, instead of seeing each other. So, so I think that's a, a big issue with those other platforms where we're Gab. Um, it's it's a uh, I have a lot of engagement on Gab, but when you don't have anything and you don't really post anything, you have to start getting in the comment sections and stuff and then reposting and saying stuff. So people know, like, then you're actually engaging. So, like, sometimes that's why I think a lot of these um, public figures don't go to places like Gab or the link that I just put in there um, because they want to influence you. They want to be followed and everyone to make them go viral every day. And that won't happen on these other platforms for the most part. Then you can see, you'll see a different mindset of people on Gab than you will with Twitter. A lot of them are independent thinkers over on Gab opposed to over here on Twitter where there's a lot of influence going on. So there's not a whole bunch of uh, butt kissing and um, idol worshiping going on Gab. It exists still. But honestly, the people don't do this much because we kind of shame them a little bit for doing it. Um, <laughs> so go ahead, Cole. Yeah, so like I think these other platforms people are not really engaged in each other because they're so focused on those algorithms to find other people and so Yeah, definitely. You know what, too? I've made a lot of different friends on Gab, too, that aren't Twitter. Because I say, hey, you guys, I have a podcast. And guess how many of you guys came over here? A couple, uh, I mean, a hundred of some or so of you had came here out of, what, 40-some thousand of my people? And then you say, hey, guys, come to Gab. Most of the people that follow me from Gab were already on Gab. A lot of people did not just come to Gab because I asked them to. So that's the thing, too. It's like, 
when you have people who really want to have communities like this and then make changes and actually talk about solutions and not themselves and their next um, um, soundbite, they have, we have people who actually want to do something. People are sheepy and they'll go to whoever the most popular person is um, and follow them along. Um, hey, I'm a, can you meet your mic for me? So I don't have to like force me eco, please. Um, so we have that issue. Um, so when you ask that there's no reason why there's not a bunch of folks over here, but this is fine. This is good because you, you guys will be the main part of the community. You guys are the leaders. You guys didn't have to, to uh, wait to see everyone else come over here first before you decide to come over here. And that's why you guys are always most likely have the highest preference on everything. Donnie, if you share this, Donnie, can you do that? Will you come on my show, Donnie? Will you do this? I'll do those things for you guys because you guys do things for us as a community. Um, I, I believe everyone that's in here listening right now is not selfish by any means, and you actually want solutions. And you actually want to make America better, and you don't depend on a human being to do it for you. But we, but us collectively, America's falling, right? And it, and it comes down to who's going to catch it, and that's going to have to be us. That's a Go ahead, Jasmine. You're scaring me when you say that. I mean, it's the truth, like no doubt about it. But who is going to catch us? We have to catch ourselves. I mean, where's Trump when you need him? We this well, this man that's occupying that space there, that 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 old guy that and that woman. I mean, they are not leaders. In fact, they've basically led us into what could be another world war. And it's just, it's a shame what's going on. So I'm hoping and praying that most of us come together and build these communities and start coming back in, in strong numbers against these people, the enemies. Yeah, and I think, Jasmine, the thing is going to come down to people realizing that Trump's not the answer. If he was the answer, the election would have never been stolen from him because he knew it was going to happen beforehand. So while he was in the White House, he would have had to make precautions and make sure and be able to prove that they're still in this election from him, but he didn't do that. And also he let them kick him on social media too. Like you were the president of the United States. They've been calling you a dictator. Well then maybe act like it. Don't not kicking me off social media. You're not keeping me as a president of the United States from talking to the American people. So that he's not, he's not the one there's someone else. We have to find out who that person is. And right now I'm looking at, he's, he was in here earlier, but right now I'm looking at Philip. He's independent. We need a, he's a farmer. We need regular people, like someone that said in the comments earlier, regular people who are here to stand for America. We'd have no other interest outside of just the fact that we want our kids and grandkids to have a country to live in. And then they can be happy and to have, be able to live and have, you know, have the pursuit of happiness, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. We want that for our kids and our grandkids. But we have to ourselves, like that's why, you know, us, if we do a show together as ladies, that's one thing. That's influence, but we're influencing in a good way. We're helping women see that, you know, yeah. Oh my gosh. Someone that actually speaks for me, not so this crazy lunatic stuff I'm seeing on uh, mainstream media. And then you'll have us going out and actually doing rallies and actually standing up for ourselves. People who actually do that. And then you know what? They see you do it. Okay. Okay. I feel comfortable doing it. Let me do it too. So that's what we have to do different things like that in order to save this country and save the culture. Um, so we're not a part of the culture. Does that make sense? <laughs> No, we're the good. We're not. We're not the crazy cult. We're the good one. I, I mean, more people need to start coming together for these things. And I did want to start a rally, like I said. So hopefully, I'll connect with your mom because I do want to start this anti-transgender movement in the schools because it's getting to be ridiculous and it's also getting to affect people in their normal lives. 
you know, there are also diversity hires in normal jobs where you may be very qualified to do X, Y, Z job. But if there is a transgender applying for it, we have to hire them regardless of their skill set, you know, because if we don't hire them, they'll say, oh, it's uh, discrimination. It's like they're always crying about some shit. And I think that's a good way that we could go after the government in a sense, too, because the government is also um, breaking a lot of laws from um, our constitution, going through these businesses and corporations to do it so they can say they're not the ones doing it. But when you have these boards and all and these boards are also a part of uh, the government, too, which I thought they weren't supposed to be doing that. And then you have um, Twitter and them going to Congress and then they have just thrown a fake theater pretending like you're a bad for censoring the people. And nothing was going to happen to you, though. <laughs> That's huh. basically what they do. And they, and then why is it that we're getting government updates on our Twitter feeds and our, in our notifications if it's not a part of the government? Think about it. There's different things we can do to fight them back. We just have to like not wait too much longer and wait for people to fight for us. This Elon Musk thing is not saving anybody. Trump's not going to save anybody. Who's going to save us? We have to. Um. I wonder how we can censor them, the big guys. Oh, I I know how we can censor uh, the Congress in a sense. They need to come home. They don't need to be in D.C. We still, you know, how they divide us, divide them. Take them and make sure they live in their districts. They don't get to live in D.C. and have people sneaking in and having secret meetings with them. Have them come home. If you have a district person that's supposed to be representing you, they have to live here. They have to live you and your family and everyone in their face every day for screwing you if they keep doing it. So they're most likely not going to do so. We have to separate them. They need to come home. There's no more that, that's why we need to rebuild the 17th Amendment. And look into it. But hey, we're going to hop off here in a second. Um, Robert and then Jeremiah, you guys have some quick statements before we hop off here. And then Jasmine, um, I might get on spaces later. I don't know if you want to or not. Yeah. I think I like I like kind of doing like the after show discussions because then people like will most likely start coming in here so they can hear the whole discussion. <laughs> For sure. And oh, by the way, really quick, I did put this in the chat. Maxine Waters doesn't even live in the district that she represents. Right. You're absolutely right psycho from hell Ugh. it's like oh rules for me not for the whatever yeah by the way, robert you're kicking butt by the way it looks like on your uh, followers sir your show is going to be kicking butt it looks like <laughs> go ahead robert well um first of all on true social um anywhere that nick fuentes is banned is not a free speech platform because Nick Fuentes, regardless of what you think of his opinions, uh, you don't have to like his Holocaust denial, but and, and but if you are but if you're deplatforming someone because they have an offensive opinion, then that's not a free speech platform. Because quite frankly, I I uh I guess maybe I'm a relic of the 1990s, but. I like to test whether something's a free speech platform by two things, whether they tolerate World War II Germany talk and hentai. Those are the two most offensive things to people these days. If you can't have that, it's not free speech because free speech includes the right to say things that are not popular 
that are very politically incorrect and extremely offensive, you know? So, uh, true social can kiss my ass. Uh, so, but that's, that's, uh, that's all I have to say on true social. Thank you very much for that. Jeremiah, I'm surprised John hasn't popped up here, by the way. John, um, you might be busy just listening, typing, but I'm surprised you haven't hopped over here. But but you're more than welcome definitely to come up here, John, before we hop off. But uh, Jeremiah, go ahead. Do you have any closing um, remarks? Uh, so the thing about Trump, uh, I said it yesterday, I'll say it again. Uh, I, I've I've been like I, I've been a day one supporter for him. Like my I, like I said, my entire family's supported him since 2015, uh, 2017, 2018 when I started getting in and uh, re- doing my own research. And I, I've always liked him until 2021 when he was going around selling vaccines. It kind of it, it kind of made me lose respect for him uh, because you know. It, I'm I'm very anti-vax. I don't like the vaccine whatsoever. Yet he was going even even when he said not to take the vaccine, he still turned around and started selling it. Then he got kicked off of social media, and uh, it, it like it made me it, it made me kind of confused because they because he he was the president at the time, and they still kicked him off of social media. And then he made his own platform, True Social. And I don't have anything against it. I feel like there's a lot of spam in it since I, I got on I got on it about two weeks ago. And uh so far, like when I first when I when I first got on, I since I've got on, I've got over two hundred followers. I keep getting notifications that people are following me, yet I can it's obvious that everyone that follows me is trying to get a follow back and then unfollows me. Because, like I said, I got 200 followers, yet I only have, like, 23 followers. It, it's, it, it makes it look like there's a lot of spam on it, to be honest, because <laughs> I, I don't understand how I can get 200 notifications of followers, yet I don't have any followers. And then on top of that, the posts that I see, I, I see a lot of spam posts, and I don't, I don't understand that. I see what you're saying. Um, I haven't been on there at all because I have Android discrimination anyways, right? But um, I think that on Twitter that there's a lot of bots in there that were for supporting Trump and stuff and someone administrated and made those. And I think that some of them um, were taken off. I think some of the part who lose an account, some people that you may have not heard of, and you know, I lost, like, I had 60,000 followers on Twitter before all that all that stuff happened. And I went down to like thirty some thousand, and I think some of them were Twitter bots, like Trump bots or something. Because now I'm looking at them, it's like they're in sync again with the whole change the flag to Ukraine flag stuff, and um, they say the same thing over and over again. And they only repost certain people. So the same thing that the left does. We, I, I'm starting to see that stuff on the right because I'm starting to see like a lot. If you go to these people's pages, they follow you or they throw you in a train or something. I'm looking at their they're reposting the same um, public figures that are up there. It's like, what's the point of following you if like, your account looks exactly like someone else's account? And a lot of times they don't really talk or nothing. They just like and repost the same stuff. So um, 
I'm really wondering about um, how many of those bots are made to change the public opinion, like they're doing on Twitter with their bots. They have 48 million, um, as of 2017, Twitter had 48 million bots on their um, account. And that's, I think, the way to change public uh, perspective and opinions. I don't think that you should have bots on any kind of social media app. It's called social media because it's supposed to be people that are being social on a media. I don't Absolutely. think there should be bots at all. And, I agree. Uh, when, it, when it comes to Twitter, I've never been a Twitter person. Like, I've never been a social media person in general. The only social media I've ever had that I was actually on was Snapchat. And I've been banned off of Snapchat for over a year now. I can't get a new Snapchat unless I get a new phone. And I, 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 I did I have the same Facebook since. Uh, How are you banned from Snapchat? I don't even, I don't even really know. I have an idea of what might have been it, but they've banned me since June of 2021, and I can't make a new account on this phone. If I, if I get an account on this phone, it just automatically locks it. But oh, uh, I've, wow. I've, I've been banned on almost every social media app at least 20 times snapchat i've never got banned on until that time i've had i had the same facebook since i was like six years old my my mom made me one like when i was a little kid and that's always been the one i never really got on it until 2018 and 2019 when i did start getting on this because i started i i actually i actually had a follower base that follow my posts because i was posting a lot of quote quote conspiracy theories and I was exposing a lot and I know I got somewhere with it because they were tracking my accounts that I was making and banning me over and over and over again it started with Facebook and when I, when that first account got banned it banned it banned my uh, Facebook my Instagram my Twitter and anything that was linked to my Facebook account it banned it like I had I had games on my phone because I, I was still a little kid and they were linked to my account, and those accounts got completely wiped as well. Like, they went that far to anything that was linked to my account got completely wiped. And I started making new accounts. I made three of them after that, so I had backups. And when that one got a, got wiped, all three of those accounts got all banned at the same time, too. And I've made at least, you know, 20 accounts after that. I'm, I'm on, I've been keeping count. I'm on my 18th Facebook account right now. For the last year, I haven't posted much of anything, so they've stopped banning me. So I don't, I don't post. But at that time, I had, I think I had at least two or three hundred people that were following me on Instagram that were following up with what I was posting. I had a good, you know, fifty, sixty people that were following me on Facebook and on my Snapchat. I had about five hundred people that were following uh, my conspiracy theory page and. That one never got taken down, but whenever I got banned on Snapchat, of course, it, I can't make a new Snapchat, so I lost all of that too. But it, it's, it, it was crazy for me because, you know, I, I was 15 years old and I was getting attacked for my, you know, what I was posting. And it, it was, I don't, I don't care about social media at all anymore. Obviously, I'm still on the same thing I was then. It's not going to change me because whenever you're a real life person, what happens online does not affect you at all. That's what I like about Bryson so much because you can tell he's a real life person because they he's he gets attacked all the time. He's got things taken down, and uh, he he's still the same person on the same things. 
but uh, I don't. I, I didn't really get on Twitter until after I was getting banned on everything on uh, on Facebook and Instagram. I really only used Twitter to follow politicians because that's what all the politicians were on. So I'd see what they were tweeting out. But other than that, I've never really used Twitter. How old are you? I'm 17. What? I turned 18 in a couple months. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm back up. You're 17 years old is what you're telling me. Yeah. You're smarter than... Hey, real quick. Jasmine, he didn't hit on you that was flanked though because I was watching because he told us how old he was. I'm making sure. <laughs> we're not we're not um groomers over here so no of course not no we're not this is you're smarter than most like 40 year olds oh my goodness yeah well, when yeah. i was 15 years old oh when i was 14 years old i'm gonna start there because that i was when i was 13 14 years old it was like you know 2017 and i was trying to pretend like i knew what was going on but I had no idea. I was only on the Trump train because my family was. So whenever people, whenever, whenever these grown, grown people, you know, people who are twenty years, thirty years, I had people fifty years old hating on me in public because I'd go out in public with a Trump hat and they'd be trying to confront me about it. I'm like, can't you see how little I am? But they didn't care because I was wearing a Trump hat, and they they'd be. You don't know anything about this. Why are you why are you talking about Trump? Why are you wearing Trump hats? You don't you don't know politics. You're a little kid. So I was like, you know what? You are one hundred percent right. Let me go do my own research. So I started digging things up. I started doing my own research. That's where I came up with a lot of these conspiracy theories. I'm looking at it from a completely different angle. I'm doing my own research. I'm digging up things that people would never think of digging up. I take the little itty bitty things that I see and dig up on that rather than what they're putting out there you know what they're using to distract us i started researching into that things that's when i realized that you know what i was actually on the right side that's why that's why it's called the right because we're on the right side and uh, i started i started researching into that realizing that you know trump you trump is actually pretty good because i was already on the trump i was already on trump's side i just wanted to know why and i realized that all these all these grown people they have no idea what they're talking about they're trying to trying to say that he's a bad person and uh i i researched in jeremiah, think about, and jeremiah think about this too a lot of people sleep in history class and in, in politics class they don't know anything but yeah, as soon that was as actually we, one of my favorite classes mine too like you actually kind of remind me of the boy version of me when i was your age i used to like love these things like with all my heart and then like i used to try to talk to my friends and stuff about it no one wanted to talk about it until the media told them, well, if you repeat what we say, you're smart. That's basically what started happening at the Trump era. No one talked about politics until yeah. I, I want to I fast forward uh, to when I was 15 after I'd already done my research. I was still getting confronted. A lot of people only wanted to confront me online. So I'd be getting like in Facebook arguments, which was annoying. That was extremely annoying because I don't want to sit there and type it out the entire time. But even in person, I'd, I'd be going to the mall with a couple of my friends or something. I'd have my Trump hat on and people would come up to me. Grown people would be coming up to me and trying to start arguments. And after that, I was already knowing exactly what I was talking about. I was getting into full debates. And like I said, I had a follower base. I was actually opening debates up for us to sit down and debate about it because 
I didn't. I, I wasn't trying to be confrontational about it because if I was trying to attack someone, I'd be the, doing the exact same thing that the left was doing to me. So I wasn't attacking mm-hmm. anyone. I wasn't aggressive about it. I was wanting to sit down and talk about it. People who would attack me on Facebook, the people that lived near me, I'd be like, all right, how about this? Tomorrow at this time, let's meet up at the mall in the uh, food area and we can sit down and debate about it. I had, there was one time I was the only one that went on my side. So I was there alone and I had 10, 15 people show up there with me trying to debate about it. And I was all alone and I was still putting all of them down about it. It got to the point where I'd go, I went to the park one time and got jumped because I was a Trump supporter and these people didn't like me. And I I stayed strong on my side. But hey, real quick though, Jeremiah, there's some comments that I was wanting to ask you too, but I was going to wait. But we do have to hop off. It's nine o'clock, you guys. Um, and we will do spaces here probably around no later than ten o'clock. If y'all want to come back and continue the discussion, Jeremiah, um, John said exactly what I was going to ask you as well. You should start a show for people your own age. Young people need to be reached. Jeremiah needs to run for office one day. Is what Jasmine said, and then John <laughs> said yes. And I want, like I said, with the whole music thing and everything, I want to help you. The best that I possibly can. So, can you? Do you? You have an email, I'm sure. Shoot me an email. Uh, shoot me your email on our inbox on Twitter, and I'll shoot you mine. Um, and so we can um, try to help get you out there if you if you're willing. I think you are. It sounds like you are willing to uh, take on this role for your piece. I mean, uh, I, I like I did do it when I was younger, but getting older and starting to look at the grown world itself. I, I might do it. I, I, I know I have a calling for something because I've had five jobs since I turned 16. Each one's fired me within the first couple of weeks. Half of them is because I'm conservative. Like my first job fired me for not wearing a mask. The last one fired me because I was a Christian. And, uh, and and I keep getting I keep getting a feeling that I'm not supposed to be a worker. And, you know, like I said, it's been natural to me to get up here and talk about things and yeah. that kind of thing. And if, I, anything, I if anything, if anything, um, if anything, let's work together, you know, and do something, you know, and then you once you can maybe branch off on your own and do something. But again, for now, let's consider it. Let's like let's brainstorm some things. So I think we met for a reason. OK, I think you're amazing. Right. I'm sorry, but you just. You, you're going to run for something one day. I will be your campaign manager. I will work for peanuts because you will win. You are destined for great things. And if you need a lawyer to sue someone for firing you because of your Christian, because you're Christian or because of your political views, let me know. <laughs> yes. And also too, like, um, give, do you still live with your parents? Yeah, I live with my mom. Okay. Also, if you could, uh, Ask her if, if I could have her email too, because I don't want to do anything like without their consent. Since you are underage, so I mean, just, I turned uh, eighteen in three months. So okay, but still, Justin, because you're still up here talking with us, I just want to make sure, like, I don't want to mess anything up. So yeah, I, uh, she, please. She knows. Okay, well, if, if just go ahead, give her my email, and she's like, "Hey, it's cool, whatever. That'd be great. That's all I need." All right. Um, I've never had to. I've never really had people underage before talking on my stuff, so. Um, I want to make sure that we're safe here. Um, but, and I also want to help you. I think you are meant to do some good things. And if you don't want to jump and dive right into it, that's fine. But I think that, you know, on here, like you can have multiple different shows like under your name. So um, with the my whole constitutionalist thing, that's one show. 
I also want to have another one I said yesterday where it's uh, me and my other friends. Uh, we're going to just teach, just straight up, just teach the Constitution, Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, and the history. You know, each, like, um, the, the first thing will have its own episode. So, like, we're going to have that coming up soon, I think, so that the education part, but I will also like um, to have some other stuff. Like, you know, with, with me and Jasmine and other ladies, whatever, have our own kind of like maybe lady spot over here. And also one for um, for people your age, because we do need to reach you guys, um, be people your age and um, have no, fun with it. Like, the thing about, people the, the serious thing. all the time, right? So if you're making music and stuff, like, make have fun with it. Because everything, everything doesn't have to be so serious all the time. Yeah, there, there's things about the music side that I don't want to indulge in. But uh, the people, when it comes to people my age, I honestly wish kids were left out of it. Being a kid that was drug into it specifically because the left was targeting kids. I don't think yeah. kids should be a part of it at all. But, you know, since they've already drug all these kids into it, I feel you're right. We might as well try and reach the youth now since that is literally who the, it's the next generation coming up and they're trying to just destroy the youth so that we're coming up all misguided. So honestly, it, it we, need the youth to, the youth we need the youth to come up. Like, I think our generations have been like, comply. Okay, we'll comply. We'll comply. We'll comply. We need some people to rebel. We need people to say, no, we're not re- we need you guys to come up like, nah, you tried us. We're not complying. And I think we need a big uh, group of that air and you guys' age group to do that. But you guys, I am going to close this out in our anthem. If Jasmine, did you want to add anything before we close out? Robert is up. I don't oh, know. No, it's okay. Uh, we're going to come back because it's it's nine yeah. five, and this is uh, my shows are supposed to be an hour. And this is a long time. Thanks. For- I think both the shows that I've been on were two hours long. I know this what's been going on lately. We got to keep them in an hour because people don't listen that long. So, yeah. uh, go ahead, uh, Jasmine. Yes, thank. you. So much for having me on here i've had a blast i want to work with you i think we have a lot of ground to cover and you know just as we were talking i was reading the article about a 14 year old girl who was raped by someone who's been jumping the border illegally for the past few years and now it's a matter of who is going to be held accountable for these things so that's another discussion for another time you know do we sue the government like who do we sue but anywho, I'm sorry. You, you, I just get going when I start talking about politics and all these issues. I know, but it's fine. I so love that's, it. That's why we're going to go back. We're going to end up on spaces later on. Yeah. But like, but on this thing, I want to make sure we kind of keep it condensed. So when people are trying to come and find solutions, because I think maybe the last hour of the show wasn't a part of the topic. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but Jasmine will be back, I'm quite sure. And um, once you have your podcast, let me know if you want me to hop on it or not. I and do. then we have each other's emails and we're going to be doing some work together. I can't wait. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in and supporting. Thank you. Yes, every single one of you guys. I appreciate you. Uh, Jeremiah, you're amazing. Robert, Philip, Blondie, Wanderer, Joe, James, Cole, Corey, Ice Judge, John. Wait, did I say John twice? No, I didn't. Soul. And then some, there's other people here that I can't see your faces yet because you haven't had a profile yet. But you guys are listening. And y'all have pretty much been consistent. You've been here the whole time for almost two hours. You guys are amazing. I love you guys so much. You're the best community on the planet. There's none better than us. And we're only going to get better. All right. I love you guys. And I'll see y'all later on on Spaces. Bye. Bye. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. 
that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.